0: sorry for being late i just saved 10 <laughs> seconds from your life right there didn't even waste it and i'm sorry for wasting four minutes because i know you've been sitting here patiently waiting for our, my beautiful voice and us beautiful men to take you through your tuesday april the 20th also known as 2020. 420. 420 blaze blaze smoke it up roll a doobie blunt blunt baby baby <laughs> that part of the show is not brought to you by, but most of the show, the good show, our show is brought to you by DraftKings, the number one leading leading gang gang when it comes to daily fantasy and sports. DraftKings, promo code THPN. You see it at the bottom of your ticker. We're like any of the main sports media companies out there, but we put the good shit, the shit that's gonna make you money down in the bottom ticker there. So DraftKings, promo code THPN, use it at signup. Uh, we got a huge UFC event coming up this weekend. I think I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I'll put my word on it. I'm going to post my lineup later tomorrow. I'm going to try the UFC event on DraftKings. I'm going to enter in the big competition. I don't even know what the amount is yet. The entry fee, I imagine it's about $5 to $10. I know the main prize is probably a million plus. So I think the next time you guys talk to me, I will be a DraftKings millionaire, which I will not change my look. Let's just say that. Um, Other than that though, guys, it's coming up quickly uh yes in the twitch chat the josh light counter might take a hiatus today that's kind of sucky but to wrap this <laughs> up guys draftkings.com there are eligibility restrictions obviously with anything gambling with anything fucking sick and free there's a little bit of restrictions check it out on draftkings.com you'll see all of it there uh and use our promo code at sign up for a free entry with your first five dollar deposit free entries dude that's how you make money everyone talks about beginners luck in casinos we're giving you beginners luck and an additional top-up, so hit that up. Um, other than that, though, uh, no, this is not an internet issue. This is the founding fathers of one of the best friendships in the world. I'm joined by my friend Raffle. I'm Elijah. Oh. How you doing, Raffle Oh, harder, baby.
1: I'm great I'm super good just out here fucking chilling. I had a coffee and then now I'm having some beers so I really don't know what I'm trying to accomplish tonight but I think we're just gonna gonna roll with the punches you know
0: all right sick dude I would say I would say this and that so far the minute you start the first thing you said yeah it started it started lagging and that scared the
1: shit out of me really
0: your voice started chopping up, and I was like, "Oh fuck!"
1: <laughs> one of us is going to drop throughout the course of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that like, one episode that we did where I think you and Josh both dropped in like the same like five ten minute window, and I was just sitting here alone with the chat? I'm yeah. like, I have no fucking idea what to talk about because I think we were in the middle of hockey, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> just like looking at the chat for any kind of advice.
0: Dude, that was an exact moment to resurrect a note from Coach. That's what yeah. that moment was. Yeah. Just, just start hyping everybody up a little bit. Yeah.
1: That's um, fair.
0: Okay, so yes, Josh is not with us today. Uh, he will make his return on Sunday. We gave him the night off today. Um, small shame because he had a sick golf game, which he'll talk about on Sunday. I'll talk a little golf later on. Um, but, Raph, I didn't even tell you this when I, when I sent you some notes of what we are talking about today, but we're leading in with the Canucks. Yeah. We are going right, hockey immediately right here. The Canucks, uh, there may as well be an X next to their name. There may as well be a you clinched a playoff spot designated to that team because that's that's just the way numbers work that's the way math works the Canucks are a playoff team how many
1: I agree how many points are we behind Montreal right now uh right now it's
0: a solid eight points back for the last playoff so we have four games in hand which if we win them all that is eight points
1: so we will be on par with Montreal
0: that's correct now where now to give you a bit of a Jordan Belfort reference yeah, one on team me. is one team is trending up. The other team is trending way down. They're trending really? downwards at about a double black diamond kind of slope. We are Holy trending shit. upwards at about I would say a gross grind incline. So
1: nice. So they're trending down at about a forty-five degree grade, and we're going up at about a twenty degree grade.
0: Yeah. Wh- why? Okay. Why is I don't understand the difference between a grade and a degree. Is it the same thing?
1: Uh, 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 to my knowledge, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like different terms referencing different things
0: okay yeah because when it yeah. says like eight like, percent grade i'm like bitch this thing is like 45 degrees yeah it's just like an
1: angle it's just like slightly down it's like pitched down a little I bit you know i think it's different are we gonna look it up right now
0: yeah i think you should look it up because all i see is trucks at, 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 like they'll show you a sign it says trucks 10 percent grade and it's like the biggest hill known to man where it's like if that was a degree that'd be way
1: different um it is defined as a measure of the road's steepness as it rises f- and falls along its route. Okay, In other okay. words, it is the magnitude of its incline or slope. Bitchin'. So, relatively the same thing. Magnitude. Magnitude. <laughs> magnitude. <laughs> pop, pop. <Let's> go. <laughs> I actually, I actually started watching Community again, dude. That show is fucking hilarious. Oh. Dude, the amount just of like one our... jokes and subtle jokes are so great.
0: Yeah, that one. It's got to be top top five shows, t- comedy shows of all time.
1: Yeah. Right. Like I would. And every single time it comes on, it's like, you know, how some people when they watch like Friends or The Office or something like that over and over again. Yeah. Like that's I would say that's my equivalent of that show. Like I just got to watch it every single time I see it on Netflix. I don't don't have I of those shows. Yeah. So
0: actually, as we're jumping into Canucks here, we have a comment in the Twitch chat. It says, is there availability to fill in as a host today or is Josh joining soon? Josh is not joining soon. He's out for today. Last minute addition to the lineup uh i'm gonna say lower body injury that's what he has lower body injury um his his cock i mean lack of a better word (laughs) uh uh, no not actually that but on that note yes there is room availability to fill in and it's called be in the chat we need your help in the chat today it's just two of us and like we've said before we've been friends for 14 years we basically know how to Ask each other how each other's
1: day was. And other than that, we know everything about each other. So 100% talk. every single thing that goes on. Yeah. You come in here, you look at me funny, I know something's weird. I know exactly who's who Raffle
0: is seeing, when he's seeing them, what he's eating on the way to work, everything. I know what kind of deodorant he uses. It's an antiperspirant, not a deodorant.
1: That is Bad. not true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a 50% also, shot. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's either right or it's wrong. 50%. Yeah. <laughs> 50% of the time,
0: baby. Uh, okay, so back to Canucks. Yeah. So, Like we said, they have an X now next to their name. They are a guaranteed playoff team. That's just a fact. If you want to dispute that, throw it in the chat. I will embarrass you on this podcast. But getting into the game tonight, before we talk about any performances, really the biggest performance of the night was shared between a few people, a couple of people. I imagine I'm missing a couple too. But it was Autism Awareness Night at the Canucks Arena today, obviously rescheduled from the original March 30th date. So, getting the rightful spotlight and kind of getting the rightful awareness that we need to get to a cause like this, you Raffle knows I hold this cause very deep to myself, um, and so, yeah. So I, I got to shout out a couple of people here. Gavin Leong, he sang the anthem. Now I will admit I missed the anthem. I was talking to my old landlords, grabbing some mail, and they like to oh. chat. They're lovely people, so I missed the first forty minutes of the game. But by reading this thing on Twitter, Gavin's got some fucking pipes. So. Shout out Gavin! Shout out Gavin! Good and if anyone him. has, if anyone has a video of his performance, I'd love for you to send it to me on any of the Stick and Ring socials, and I would gladly watch it. And then I will tweet that Gavin has pipes. I will probably quote tweet it and say that. Um, sorry to rant here, Ralph. I'm going to go one more here. So I also no, like to shout out going. Ryan Ryan Chilton. Now he was deucing. He was killing it on the mic, deucing it up with Al Murdoch, also known when he's rapping as Al Murda, and. <laughs> They he killed it, helped out with the intros. The last I heard him say last minute of the third period, and because we were up five three just dumping on this Leafs team. Great feeling. Even better that Ryan Chilton was doing. It. So shout out Ryan Chilton. If you if you're on Twitter and you see these people or you find a way to communicate with them, probably not Gavin he seems quite young. Shout him out, dude. him up.
2: Or dab him up,
0: whatever you want to say. Dap him uh, up. But, so Raffle. Yeah. Already one we already got one comment. Milan nineteen ninety two. Yeah so, zero shot the, yeah so milan you are you are dog water let's just say that. <laughs> sorry bud that's uh that's you but raffle this game today you said you, you said you caught a bit of it there
1: yeah um, i caught a bit of it i watched uh, a little bit of the second period when we were tied 2-2 and it was looking like a pretty good game and then i unfortunately saw the goal that brooks scored on Holpi, which was just kind of a fucking Shitstorm, for lack of a better term, just because everything that could go wrong was going wrong, and Hopey was out of the crease and just super out of position, and, and yeah. a whole unfortunate scenario. But yeah, after I stopped watching, the Canucks turned it around entirely. Hey, yeah, exactly.
0: And it, this is what's weird about this Canucks team is that it's like a re- it's like a resilience factor or something like that. Yeah. It's um, I would say my biggest takeaways that aren't statistics. I'll get to some analytics later, but some of the biggest takeaways is that this team's skating harder than they were. Before the break, and I don't think that's because they're well rested. They they got fucked on by COVID, like a lot of us did. Yeah. Um. But I think it's I don't know. It's just a refound energy, confidence, something like that. And everyone's skating hard. That's a big part of it. Here is that they're they're winning puck battles.
1: Everyone genuinely seems like they want to be there too. Like I don't know if you saw the close-ups of Quinn Hughes throughout the course of the game, but it's like the guy was beaming. Like mind you, he did score, which was fucking good for him. But like the kid was just happy the entire time. Like you could tell that he wanted to be there. He wanted to play well.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing. I actually do believe because I think Pierce or uh T- what's his name the fucking new guy Tyler Boyd Travis Boyd um yeah. I heard him in his intermission interview say that he's glad this stuck out to me he said he's he's glad to be back playing hockey and I truly do think that those 2 days difference that they had to kind of prepare a bit more I don't know I think that I think that helped every player in saying like they're actually genuinely happy to be back there's no more harsh hard feelings yeah. in terms of like being rushed back I think they all feel confident and they felt helped out yeah and that's why they're playing dynamite right now
1: 100 well it just goes to show how much they really enjoy the sport that they're playing it's like they're in the right line of work you know
0: yeah did you catch jake for at all throughout this game
1: no but he was uh well like I, I caught brief glimpses of him like especially at the beginning of the third period like he was skating well his positioning was really good too yes exactly yeah from what i noticed See, at least and you proved
0: my point because i made a tweet and i said that jake is making big hits he's making yeah. good choices and he's skating hard and i ended it by saying it's not just me that sees this and yeah. you just proved it right there because yeah. it's it's not just me jake is that was one of jake's better games that i've seen him play in the last two weeks that's a funny joke right there for you <laughs>
1: it's the only game i've seen jake play <laughs> <laughs> just kidding
0: <laughs> um yeah so uh so milan in the chat swisher's in the chat that's reason number one why we're gonna make the playoffs because thick tuna is rejuvenated um plenty more to come i would say that his coursey percentage is off the charts and if you don't know what Corsi is then good because i don't either and i don't really give a fuck it's kind of lame but other than that raf in this game the other thing that stuck out to me was the play of travis or tyler myers i've been big on tyler myers this season i think he's a horse i think yeah. i think too often in vancouver we 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 evaluate people only based on their contracts, or at least 90% based on your contracts. Like, dude, look in the chat. We got switchers saying you're such a loser. Jake is overpaid. Why are we <laughs> talking about money when the guy just contributed to a W and got us two points, dude? That's that's the balance right there. You can't overthink things in this business of being a fan. So Tyler Myers, stud. You catch him out there?
1: Yep. Playing really well. What do you what do you think about what you think about Holpie's performance like this game and <laughs> the previous game that we had? Well, yeah,
0: like we said last game, the
1: guy was that was
0: phenomenal. Best game he's yeah. ever played for the Canucks. Probably the, one of the best games he's played in the last few years for any team. Um yeah. and then he followed it up today with I don't remember how many I shots
1: on net Toronto ended with, but a decent amount. They were at 30 yeah, at the end would, of the second period.
0: Yeah, it was uh if I could just get this fucking menu out the way I could see it. Um I want to say they were at 39 or something like that. Uh 40 shots on goal.
1: Yeah, there 40 shots go. on goal, 3 goals.
0: Okay, so and I, so I'm going to put this performance right around great, like a, a good middle of the ger- grade of great. Yeah, um, completely killed it. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm I'm looking at Tyler Myers, and it reminds me a of myself. Whenever I play hockey, all I got so long stick. I don't have much else going on, but I got a long <laughs> fucking stick. That's all you need so sometimes. He, it seems like this. I don't think Tyler Myers has been beaten on a two on one or like an edge rush push by a player coming in off the edge in. What seems like 30 games. It seems like every time he just grabs one hand on on the stick, the other hand on his shoulder, and just pokes that shit away. So yeah. big dabs. Big dabs to
1: that guy. Uh, um, Milan in the chat would like to know how has Green not been or has how has Green not been offered a new contract yet? I've, what do you think Eccolini's waiting for?
0: That's a great question. I'm gonna I'm gonna make two comments. That's a diversion by Milan. he's he's afraid that I'm convincing him on the playoff train, and now he's resorting to contracts and about the coach. The coach is not going anywhere. Don't worry about the contract. Don't worry about how quickly we pay him. Because one thing to remember about Vancouver and the Canucks market is when you sign people to contracts, Vancouver gets mad. When you don't sign people to contracts, Vancouver gets mad. Case in point, that's your Demko. Signed to one of the best goalie contracts you can have in the league, and yet half the fan base was mad. So, If anything... Just chill. Just be patient. It's gonna happen. He's not going anywhere. That's a no. fact. Um, yeah. So there you go, Milan. Um, so the other day, when the Canucks played, I forgot to mention this after game one. When they came, when we came back on Sunday and we played the Leaves, this was a stat, a gambling stat. We were the the high the the, the biggest underdog gambling-wise on the money line at home in 15 years, which means we played oh. at home usually usually teams that play at home have a bit of a boost i think it was like minus 600 Wait, oh, or sorry, plus plus 600 so like plus six 600. to one odds yeah. yeah and that's like the biggest one that's and, and that's cont- that's also including buffalo fucking buffalo Sabers playing at home in the last this entire
1: season seven so like losses in it never even got that bad it's probably yeah. like a plus 500 if anything
0: exactly so i'm, I'm talking this one's especially for all the uh all the degenerates out there in the chat that also like to gamble on me and are thinking, how the fuck did I not buy that winning lottery ticket and put twenty
1: bucks on the plus six hundred? I don't know. Sometimes That's you just tough. gotta go with your gut. Sometimes you just gotta pull the trigger on that kind of stuff and just and go with yeah. it, right?
0: You know, Raf, you know where I'm at in the status of my uh, my like single game betting life? Because I, I do da- I do daily fantasy on DraftKings. I do single because I live in Canada, I do single game betting through Bet 365. Yeah. Uh, my Bet 365 account is empty right now. Now I, okay. I withdraw. That was a long time ago i don't I haven't had money in there in a long time a few okay. months probably and i just know when i start depositing money in there <laughs> the domino starts falling again and we either start losing or we start winning like and then i'm, I'm right aboard the ride again you know what i mean
1: i totally get that this is yeah. like when when uh what's it called when i think we just turned 19 i remember you got into what was that ga- what was that gambling app? poker stars or something like that yeah oh yeah do you remember that i saw oh, you okay. get onto that app and i started watching you play with like this like free play money and i'm like fuck, this could spiral out of control into something bad. And here we are. But I'm glad that you don't have any money deposited. I think it's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. I would this this year, this last like uh like three hundred and sixty five days, I've been I my i think I sold I Megan this the other day. I think my lifetime net gambling is yeah. positive at this point. You think because so? of what's been been going on. Yeah I've, do you remember sorry go on. I was I was just gonna say I think I've withdrew over two grand in winnings in the past like whatever Six months, eight months. And I, I probably deposited like 400 bucks. So like, not 1600.
1: It's crazy. Dude, I was going to say that you also have this weird, like miraculous way of just winning back your money in some kind of weird fucking scenario. Like, do you yeah. remember when we were in Vegas uh, a couple years yeah. ago? <laughs> and oh, you yeah. were down, you were down like what, like four or $500 or something like that?
0: I think it was $400 US for the trip.
1: Yeah. And then I think, what is it? You, me, and Bailey went to the casino at like three in the morning when our flight was supposed to leave at eight in the morning uh from the Vegas airport and you just started playing craps and made all of your money back within like a half hour, 45 minutes, maybe.
0: I and also I think that was our first time playing craps. Maybe some, yeah, maybe ever. like first and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was Which a guy there with a hot hand nice. too, and we were just like watching him roll. Yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't
0: even <laughs> like know what was happening. All all I saw was my money coming back to me.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think and then you got out safe and I was just like what the fuck just happened? We just went back to the room.
0: So we got Zachary Lucas in the uh in the Twitch chat as well, uh saying that Canucks plus two sixty was a gift tonight. Absolutely, that's actually a bold statement. Now I'm out here saying the Canucks are going to make the playoffs, and I have all this confidence here. I don't know if I would have had the nuts to bet them there, because like listening to it on the radio on the way home, it all adds up the other way, right? Like it's it's a big fade move because Canucks coming off a big emotional win, they still are tired from their break, and the Leafs having slumped. That team is going to break that slump eventually, and whoever they whoever they break it against, they're going to fucking kill. So
1: absolutely, and you didn't. I didn't think it like. It'd be that big of a score discrepancy this game either. Like and having it end six three, I thought it was gonna be a one goal game for sure, based on how both teams are playing.
0: Well, yeah, and then well, I think it's because their fucking goalie decided to act like a golf course and just like he yeah. he decided to find holes in his pads. That's
1: yeah, he, true. He's gonna be blocked beside five hole. Uh upside <laughs> I think as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I so so far in the last two days of re- reigniting my kind of Twitter fan base or my fandom on Twitter. Um, yeah. I've noticed that the Toronto, the Toronto media or like the second tier media, the like Steve dangles of the world and the Damian Cox of the world, they're losing it right now. They are having an absolute meltdown. They are me with a wedge in their hand. And this is what we live for as fans, Rafa. We live to see the other notable members of the media struggle and just be <laughs> complete negative Nancy's.
1: What, Isn't what, that great? Yeah, absolutely. But how does that benefit us?
0: I, it's it's one of the few situations in life where watching someone else suffer is kind
1: of enjoyable. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then you go out there and you just try to hope that you don't struggle and flop like they do. Exactly. And I actually feel like know, if anything, that kind of gets you like well. in your own head, you know?
0: Yeah, because you, 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 you know it, me, right? though. You kind of you kind of come at it with like uh like an unknowing like assholeness where you're or like sarcastic uh, sarcastically knowing. Like yeah, I yeah, know yeah. eventually the Canucks are gonna get like fumble fuck something, and I'm gonna yeah. hear it. But I want to make sure that when that's not happening, I want to get my word out there that Steve Dangle, you suck like your (laughs) team or like your takes suck like your team. There you go. Just another another negative media guy. That's all right. We're targeting people. Apparently I'm just becoming an anti-media guy really quick,
1: but um, it's about to happen. Eventually it's on the record now too. So.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucks. Why stop? <laughs> um, either way, though, if at any point during this podcast, if someone wants to come at me with the Canucks playoff take, I will answer your questions in the chat. Me and Raffle will both dummy Milan 1992 or anyone else that needs to have that happen to them. That's okay. We are here for you. But Raffle, don't rope me into this. <laughs> Raffle is as we're, we are conjoined twins at this point. You may as well get rid of that gap in the middle of our screens and just completely Fuck. morph us together.
1: Yeah, make us um, the same person.
0: Yeah. And so. Ralph, we're going to move into the rest of our podcast here. We're going to jump away from hockey because we are... Okay, wait, one sec. We got a gambling take quick <laughs> chat. Feels like the Sens are a good bet Thursday. Classic Canucks letdown spot.
1: I mean, now, Canucks take way- down the top dog two times back-to-back and then fucking play the Sens, and yeah, I mean, it's possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to say that fucking hurts. That hurts not because of the take, because the take. once. Now you're talking to Gambling Elijah. Gambling Elijah likes the fades. He's a big... Anytime, for some reason, I like plus odds. I'm a big underdog guy. I know Zach is as well, but I don't like the way that's worded at the end there. That's not a very nice way to say things. I think there's a better way to say things to allow Karma to to still act on your side,
1: which would be. We nice. gotta somehow. We gotta somehow get Clay in the chat and just have him like fill <laughs> the chat with a ton of positivity. Yeah.
0: We need <laughs> no to convince Clay positive. that that his calling, like something he he needs to add to his bag, is being our Twitch moderator because that would be the most positive chat you'll ever see. Absolutely. Like so far, I'm pretty sure we have a few mods. I don't see any of them in chat right now, which is tough. Yeah. That's a, that a tough look. Um, what's this Josh Light counter saying we have one, dude? That's that's a bunch of bullshit. I
1: don't know. I want to see something like <laughs> <laughs> just get a second one
0: on there. What's up, Alec G in the in the Twitch chat? I feel like I always gotta address that it's in the Twitch chat for our podcast listeners. I'm sorry if you're a podcast listener and what we've been doing for the last two months has kind of thrown you off. We still love you. If anything, come interact with us once in a while in the chat. We'll dab you up as well. Yeah. But for all the listeners, Raf. Yes. Happy 420. Happy 420. Blaze, blaze, blaze. In the spirit of 420, I'd like to introduce you to the beer I'm having today. Um, has nothing to do with the marijuana at all, but I do know that Raffle loves What the Huck. One of the, the first Huck? craft beers
1: that you Dude, fell in love with. So good. It is Fernie. what? Fernie Brewing Co., I think. That's correct. You have, yeah, if you've never had what the heck I recommend going and trying it. I think I tried it at a bar in New West for the first time, and it's just like a nice, like huckleberry flavored wheat ale, and it's so easy to drink.
0: Now, if I had to tell you to compare huckleberry to something, I don't even know what the fuck you're gonna say.
1: I don't even know what does huckleberry taste like. I'd kind of like put it between like like a raspberry and a blackberry, almost. So a blueberry, like kind of sweet, but kind of tart. No, blueberries don't have that tartness that a blackberry does.
0: But when you mix a When you mix black and red, you get blue.
1: No, you get a darker
0: red. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, I did put this out for the podcast about thirty minutes ago, so now it's a what the warm and it's it's dope. Still, it's got actually warm beer has more flavor than cold beer, but it's also not as satisfying.
1: I agree with you entirely, but the warm beer is just kind of nice, you know. Like like with like an IPA or something like that, or like a like a stout or something. Like I prefer at room temperature.
0: Yeah. Now, don't get oh, me wrong. I'm I'm not talking like leave this shit out in the sun. I'm just talking like it's been,
1: it's been yeah, twenty yeah. chilling about That's a ten it. degree kind of temperature. Uh, back to 420. Do you have a chance to indulge or anything like that today, or no?
0: No, I didn't. I'm like uh, like I work nine to three. Yeah. So I would say the all of the my weed consumption would happen either through like I don't we don't even count CBD as like weed consumption really, but. Yeah um no if i smoke it's usually at night and i was going to tonight but i really wanted to have the what the huck so i wasn't gonna mix you did. really is, is one beer and like a little bit of weed is that that's is that still considered mixing like when you talk about like fucking yourself up
1: i mean you're not gonna like spin yourself out from it or anything like that they should like the thing about like drinking and weed is that like when you have a few beers or something like that or you get like a decent bu- buzz going and then you smoke a joint then it's just like the weed hits you relatively hard if you don't have a tolerance and it's kind of yeah. like, like you, you could kind of like relate that to like having like, let's say like six beers and then taking some shots after. Like it's the exact same thing because the shots <laughs> just creep up on you so quickly, you know.
0: But like. <laughs> so that's the comparison for one beer and one like a few puffs
1: of a joint? No, 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 no. That's the comparison oh, okay. for like four or five beers and then like hitting a joint or okay. something like that. I thought you were saying yeah.
0: that's the one and one comparison because that would be, you like, you sealed it there for me.
1: No, dude, I'm wow. doing one and one right now and it's chill. It's fun. Okay. That's, did have you had a chance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A few hours ago, right before the podcast, yeah, just kind of hanging out, chilling, nothing extreme.
0: Hi. Okay. I have I have a Vancouver question for you. What's What's up with uh, Mark Emery these days? Is that Is that his name? And the whole like cannabis people.
1: Oh yeah, the Prince of Pot.
0: Yeah. Like what? What's What's their deal nowadays? Because I remember like back in the day before it was legal, they were always like it was just this huge smoke out at the library, but it was actually for a purpose because yeah. they wanted to legalize. But now, what is it?
1: Dude, I have no fucking idea. I haven't been to 420 and probably. Holy shit, like seven years or something like that. At least since university, it's been a while.
0: Those were some funny stories from my perspective because with our high school friends, yeah, and like grade 11, 12, even first university, when you guys would go to that, I was still like big time anti pod. I was like, I was like the religious guy coming at you. I was like, I'm going to cleanse your spirit if you keep yeah. doing that. And you guys would be like, <laughs> I would know that you're going down there and you're like, it was the equivalent of us going to like, a beach day for the entire day how how equipped you guys were how ready you guys were for a day which was fucked.
1: yeah yeah well it's like when we'd go there we'd obviously like show up kind of stoned and then we'd buy more while we were there and then we just go downtown and just get stoned all day like go to the beach hang out there like kids uh yeah. english like wherever the thing that i always thought about was like we did a lot of walking totally. you know what i mean it's like the vegas strip yeah, 100%. Like, we'd start off at, what is it, the art gallery. Then we'd walk down uh, in the direction of Davie Street, then down to English Bay, and then to kids, and just, like, back the entire same way, hop on the SkyTrain and just go home. Like, it was fucked up. Lots of yeah. busing, lots of transiting.
0: I used to look at that group of people as, like, or that event as it was happening with that huge flume of smoke above it. as yeah. like, dude, that's what my parents warned me about.
1: Like, that's scary <laughs> people.
0: Don't yeah. go near them. They'll They'll snatch you
1: meanwhile you your parents just- are okay with you going to the what, watch game seven in downtown vancouver in 2011
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they see the place burning
1: up dude. they're like oh he's probably That's- fine yeah god forbid he goes just to 420 talk-
0: uh i might i might indulge later on before i go to bed get myself a nice sleep tonight
1: yeah. um how do you how do you feel about like the recent uh like the recent amount of the recent increase in people using cbd products because i feel like over the past like two three years everybody or a lot of people have started using cbd products at least how do you feel about that
0: i'm I'm huge on it huge on it i I, i'm actually one of the people that's been like telling every almost everyone about it anyone that i think could benefit from it i've been telling like i i talked to my parents a lot about it about for themselves and for my sister i talked to uh people in megan's life who struggle with sleep about using it and so yeah, it's I would just say that so like it's funny because I don't have a ton of experience with it I've only ever taken like 10 milligrams at a time and it's done It's done. I haven't really had this life-changing experience, from it, but I've noticed benefits from it And I haven't and and like you said all and like anyone has said there's tons of research tons of science that says there's not really it's a healthy thing to do. It's it's natural stuff like that. So yeah I really I'm I'm more on the CBD train than I am fucking Tylenol and Advil nowadays
1: well, I was going to say, like, one thing that, like, obviously, I use it recreationally when I want to unwind and stuff like that, where it's like you use it for other other reasons, like I'll, what's it called, like hit a dab pen or something like that. Um, but do you find that, say, taking these CBD pills or like smoking a CBD joint or something like that, do you find that it helps with your body's aches and pains relatively well? Or does it kind of just like blanket it in a way where it's just like it just makes it go away yeah. for a brief amount of time and then it's, it's still it's, there?
0: It's- it's weird because I feel like in my life I've probably taken it three or four times for pain, like yeah. uh, for muscle pain or something. But I feel like every time that I've taken it for pain, yeah. the pain's been too like acute. It's been too not I don't want to say serious, but it's been like like recently I, when I pulled my neck when we were all hanging out. Yeah, and like that was like it was it was a it was a noticeable pain. It was always there, and I try and I just think that that's too painful for at least ten milligrams to solve. I bet if I took more or something like that it would definitely help but yeah. i like i know that level of chronic pain that i think it would really help with where it's just like oh my foot's always sore just a little bit
1: yeah just like something to help that. out just a touch yeah no i could definitely see yeah. that too okay interesting yeah yeah. i've been talking
0: those... with it sorry go ahead no you go on. it's fine i was gonna change i was somewhat changing it
1: Well, i was gonna say i feel like a lot of people always talk about cbd as being one of those things that is used for chronic injuries and apparently it helps a lot like i like i'm like you where it's like sometimes when i'll have a headache i'll have like a little bit of THC, CBD, or whatever, and I find that it does help in some in some sense. But like, yeah, I was just kind of interested to see how it would work with extreme pains.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I I actually do think there's. I, I'm interested now. I think next time that it does happen to me, whether it's like my back's really fucked or a neck or something like that, I think I might take two or three and just see what happens.
1: Yeah, play around with it a little bit, because uh, like I'm not was, gonna get like high.
0: Yeah. For lack of a better term, you're
1: just gonna feel like calm and relaxed.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, I've I've been I've been fucking with it for stress and anxiety re- during like some nights or just whenever it's not not enjoyable. Yeah. And I would say even just the ten milligram dose has been that's that's done wonders for me in that sense. Like, I'll, I'll have a chill night after that. I'll go. to I'll have a great sleep. Everything. It's dope. Um, yeah. On on that note, if there's if any of the listeners out there are, are curious about it, I would say. I don't know if you have any other advice my number one advice would be to actually go to a dispensary or go to the go into a store and talk to someone about it because those people are all pretty smart there
1: and they yeah they're very well educated on the topic there mind you like the person you're talking to probably is stoned so obviously take everything they say (laughs) with a grain of salt but like they're 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 just like any shop clerk right like they're supposed to be an expert in their field and they understand exactly what kind of product they're selling you uh there's also a really good app that i've used before uh i think it's on like marketplace like what's it called? Apple or Apple store, like Android marketplace or whatever. It's called Leafly. And it's really good for uh, like finding like specific strains for like specific results and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And even if you don't like talk to people, when I went to the government store, there's just like a lot of reading to do in like very easy ways. Like it's set up in such a educational way that if you're at all on the fence, you can just go in there and you don't have, you don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to and just learn a shit ton, figure it out for yourself.
1: Um, Mind you, we're talking from Canada's perspective. We can't speak for the rest on behalf of the states, but
0: yeah, if you in the yeah. states, dude, it depends if you're in one of those states where everyone carries a fucking automatic assault rifle with them, or if you're in the one where like everyone wears flowers in their head and it's hippie country. Because
1: dude, it's very different. Real quick, little uh, little sidebar, getting away from marijuana here for a second. Um, apparently, I read a statistic the other day that apparently the states has had 45 mass shootings in the last month. That's fucked. That's fucked, and well, I think what's considered a mass shooting is. Four or more people, I think, are killed, Have to be killed, be not including killed? the gunman. Yeah.
0: What the fuck, dude? Yeah. What's the actual?
1: Fuck? Like 45. Like I think it. I think it. Do you remember that whole thing um, with the uh, massage parlor? Yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah, wherever that was. That was kind of like the starting point of it, and then after that, it just started slowly.
0: Yeah, I know. There's been like, like three in the last week or something like that, which is nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Trying to it's come. Up with the- how like common sh- yeah. shootings are becoming.
0: Well, this this has been a story for the last three years, the last four years, something like that, maybe even more. I would say at this point, it seems like they're not really biting on the whole like gun control bait. Maybe we need to hit them with like a more creative solution where we're like, instead of, I don't know what the word is, illegalizing or like criminalizing the ARs. What if we legalize something else like, 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 I was going to say crap. Nerf guns. Nerf, (laughs) yes. We We need an antidote. We need an antidote. Where and like we need a trend. We need we need fucking TikTok or Twitter to take over. And where all these people all these weirdos are like, yeah, it's my right to carry around my fucking AR fifteen in Walmart. Yeah. What we need is like a hundred thousand Americans to start carrying nerf guns along their hips so that makes them look like losers. Like that'd be sick. That's one way. Here we are, yeah. solving the world. Okay, I wanted to pivot a little bit. Yeah. Um so like I said earlier, I went to my my old landlord's house, picked up some mail. And I'm usually pretty stoked when I get mail. I'm like any I'm like a little kid dude. Whenever I see a fucking note that's not from the dentist telling me to get my teeth cleaned, I'm stoked. I had three envelopes this time, and I hate to say it, Raph. Yeah, it was two and a half bad news. I mean, well, how so how I can something say, be half bad news? Well, one of them was like a shareholders like notice. Yeah, and it, it's good news because I've. There's been a struggle to try and find out if I even own this stock anymore through through Scotia They've been fucking throwing me on a witch hunt trying to find this thing. But now okay. I have tangible proof that I do own it, and that nice. the account is there somewhere. They have to find it. But yeah. the the, the bads the half bad side of that is that I now have to call them again and wait wait call waiting again, which fucking sucks. Okay. Um, the main one I'm gonna get to is a fucking parking notice. So I got a I got a notice from like a collection <laughs> agency being like, bro, you have a parking ticket from 2018. Wow. Like,
1: what how much asshole, how much does it cost dude. you right now to pay it off?
0: Uh it's they said the balance due is a hundred dollars. They also yeah. said that they're willing they're they're willing to offer a one time settlement of fifty dollars and it's valid until February twenty first. <laughs> <Sick.
1: laughs> Two months ago. Sick. Dope. <laughs> Just picked it up today. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But- do you find that they always do that though? They're always like, Oh, we're we're willing to offer you a one time settlement for even less money than if you paid it immediately. Two years later, should,
0: yeah, they always do that bullshit, dude. Do you yeah. think I should barter with them? Be like, I'm willing to offer you a one-time settlement of twenty-five yeah, dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, see how that goes Thank over. You, <laughs> <laughs> you guys start bargaining back and forth. They're like forty dollars, take it or leave it. You're like, fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so where where are we out the whole collection agency thing? Do they actually do anything? I don't know. I'm what, of, what? I'm not worried. I'm more like. I just want to like handle it if it's for real. Like you know, I remember we yeah. all went to whenever we went through university, there was always one person that told you, like, bro, you don't have to pay your parking tickets. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but like, until they fucking tow your car. What was the yeah. what was the uh towing company that left or that gave you the ticket? Do you remember?
0: They got easy park on my ass. Easy, uh, park. easy parks
1: all over Vancouver, that's tough. Yeah. So do, do you think any time
0: do you think anytime I pull up in an easy park, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flagged and they're gonna tow my ass?
1: I don't know if they're going to be flagged. I think they're going to pay special attention to your vehicle. And the moment it crosses, like, like, oh, like the moment you're parking without paying, then they're just going to fucking have a tow truck ready and
0: tow my ass.
1: Okay. Join I see your car I was... out of the garage. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be like.
0: <laughs> I would say that now we have, okay, we have goats and boats coming up later. That was just kind of a random plug because I just thought about ranking something. But yeah. I was going to say getting your car towed is arguably one of the worst things to have happen in your life. It's It's like within the same breath as death
1: because it's just so fucking inconvenient do you think you'd consider it like a bit of a slow burn because as it's happening you can see your car just like slowly leaving you if you're there for when it happens and there's nothing you can do about it
0: i would say it's worse if if you can see it happening because you sorry god i was just i was just gonna finish and say it's like you should be able to stop that from happening but you're not allowed to
1: yeah yeah yeah. would you consider yourself being one of those people who's crazy enough to like actually like jump into your car as it's being towed so they can't technically legally tow you do you think you
0: do it? I've got a big. Do I want to be there when you get big your car towed? <laughs> rough with any kind of parking people. I don't hate tow truck drivers because they're actually probably dope people, yeah. but I hate anyone that runs a parking company. You're a loser. And any, <laughs> I've had such bad experiences with parking people. Fuck, like literally fucking my ale and just giving me <laughs> parking ticket after parking. I remember this one time for the city of White Rock. I had the. This is story time now. I. This was probably three years ago. I went, me and Megan were hanging out on the, on like Marine Drive. We were hanging out getting some fish and chips. I paid for like an hour of parking and okay. we, were, we were, we were done after about like 10, 15 minutes. Like, I, I don't know if our plans changed or if it was like ready way earlier than they told us to or something like that. Either way. So we decide we're going to go over to the pier and, and like just go check out the pier, not even walk it. Just, or sorry, we were going to walk it, which takes five fucking minutes. Yeah. I parked there and I didn't pay again but at white rock you're supposed to pay per stall. And in my I don't even know if I thought about it, but when I came back I had a parking ticket and I was like I'm not fucking paying this. Like I paid for an hour of parking that's still yeah. good over there. Like I'm not paying this. Yeah. And it was like it wasn't a busy day or anything. This is just douchebags. And so I remember I actually went into the like this city of white rock building mm-hmm. and I I wanted to go full Karen, but I'm just too like I don't think I have that bone in me. I like tried to freak out a little bit and it just it just nothing Nothing came out. Nothing tangible
1: came out. I get that. Like, I'm kind of like, you did fuck up, so it's kind of hard to argue. But it's I like do. you can also like play the card where it's like, look, like I did pay. I just screwed up the numbers. Like, I like, yeah. I did the right thing. But then they're gonna tell you just to double check and not fucking suck. Well,
0: you know, I think what was frustrating is they give you the bullshit answer. They're like, well, the policy is that like you have to pay first. Yeah. All it's like I know that coming in here. I'm in here to tell you that's bullshit. And I'm yeah. also here to tell you that I'd be down to do that. But you also don't have, like every other fucking city has, you don't have like this pay-by-phone. And that at that time, I don't think City of White Rock had the pay-by-phone, which they do now.
1: Maybe I was a yeah. fucking
0: deal-breaker there.
1: The last one. The last yeah. straw. Would you rather... Just a quick random question. Would you rather pay based on your stall number or on based on your license plate? License plate. Every time. Because then you can really? move around. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay, that makes sense. What if you fuck up your license plate?
0: I, I think that's a forgivable offense. If they're ever like... If they're you're like, yo, I, I made three zero hours of parking. Or something like that. Yeah, like I fucked yeah. up. I put forty-seven instead of forty-eight. Yeah. yeah I think I think it'd be fine with that.
1: Yeah, okay, fair. That makes sense. Okay, wait. So you said yeah. you got two and a half pieces of bad news. That was only like what one and a half pieces of bad news.
0: Yeah, what was the other one? I think it was telling me that the uh like pharmacare that I applied for has not been approved yet. Which is like, <laughs> all right, thank you for the update. That's yeah. awesome.
1: <laughs> I don't yeah. care, just let me know when it is approved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: just let me know when I can get my drugs for free. That's yeah, all yeah, I yeah need there you to go. Know happy 420 meds. blaze it blaze it victoria government that's what i should have signed <laughs> uh okay raf what it. should we move into next i don't know what are you feeling Here we go it was
1: part of it, topics
0: i i want to summer you, not yet no 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 we're not skipping this one i want to talk about Raffle's six pack i don't have a six pack i want to talk about Raffle's slamming hot summer box. <laughs> this shit is baywatch so i hung out with raffle on sunday saturday sunday sunday it was and raffle was shirtless and for anyone listening out there that's also seen raffle shirtless there's probably five or six people in that chat if you haven't seen him in the past month this shits must watch tv you need to find a way to see him in person rap you've been working out a lot are you happy with the progress
1: uh yeah but now i feel like every single time i do anything that's not healthy i just feel like a giant sack of shit. you know what i mean yeah. like today like i wasn't gonna work out i was like oh like rest day like i'm just gonna take it easy okay. and then i felt like a giant piece of shit i'm like i should probably go work out or even like now like i'm having a couple beers i'm like this fucking sucks yesterday i crushed a bag of maltesers i'm like what the hell am i doing with my life you know what i mean Bro. like like it's like it's yeah like it's nice it's cool like seeing results because like i was even talking to my mom about it the other day because she pointed it out too but um i don't know like it's just kind of like it's nice but then you have to upkeep it you know which becomes yeah. like a, a, pain in, a pain in the ass in itself.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I feel bad. We yeah. didn't address this. Sorry, I'm going to go back to you in a second. We didn't address this question in the Twitch chat where Squisher yeah. says, is it just me, but cannabis stores are very aesthetically pleasing. Everything looks top-notch, but I feel like they don't give you enough browsing time. Let's imagine what that says. Like, the, they pressure they pressure you to order as soon as you walk in. I have not had that experience. I went to the government store like a good little Canadian boy, and they were very helpful, and they let and they just they fucked off while I looked. <laughs> and. I would say I spent 30 minutes in there before my first order.
1: They probably thought you were stoned taking that long.
0: Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, Raffle, how long do you how how much do you work? Are you work out five days a week right now?
1: Uh, yeah, five to six days. Jesus,
0: Murphy, dude, I do three. I think I do three right now, and I think I think I'm a like a statue pretty soon. <laughs> but-
1: well, it's like like my workouts aren't anything crazy. Like obviously, like I'm I was never really like a big gym goer, so it's like sometimes I'll go outside, so I'll go running, like. My parents are really athletic, so I'll have stuff at home that I can work out with. But it's like usually just just like forty five hours a day. Like it's nothing extreme. Like it's just something to keep you moving, right? And especially yeah. for somebody like me, like with the podcast with editing with just like my hobbies. I'm in front of a TV for or a screen for like, I'd say give or take like five to six hours a day. You know, yeah. so it's like you got to do something to kind of like keep yourself moving around a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't know how your brain is fried right now. Like do my, I, I do tangibly less time than you in front of a screen yeah. and my brain is completely fried.
1: You get used to it though. You you adapt just like anything, right? Yeah. I like the whole working out thing. Like if you throw in like a fourth day there, yeah, it's going to suck for a couple of weeks, but then eventually your body's going to be like, Oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Four, four days is optimal. I think it's, it's like the minimum you should be doing for, if you're like looking for tangible, quick results. Um, yeah. I have a question. Do you have a cheat day? An established a cheat sake. day?
1: No, I'm not that intense about it. I'm like, if I want to eat something, mm. I will do it. Like yesterday, that bag of malt teasers. Uh today crush uh, crush some chocolate chip cookies. Like, I don't know, there's like little things like I do here and there. I think the biggest thing is just being conscious of how much food you're actually eating as far as cheat t- days go.
0: In, in total, or
1: just yeah. Gosh. Cause like you could eat like really clean throughout the entire course of the day, but then you just have yourself like give yourself like a fat dessert or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about balance.
0: Again, I this is coming like,
1: from me. Like I've like I haven't been working out as long as some of our other friends. It's just like a really like recent thing that I've been doing. But yeah, that's how I feel about it.
0: I, I feel like we should change our name to like the Pump and Iron Podcast. <laughs> no, we, so we should definitely not. People and be like, welcome to the podcast. We've been working out for two weeks now. Yeah, and that's it.
1: <laughs> Elijah, how would you feel if you and I started like hiking and doing like outdoor adventures and shit like that? I, l-
0: I love hiking. I'm down with yeah. that. Yeah,
1: we'll do this. Never used to be work-
0: into it, but I'm into it now.
1: We'll do this you'll work out three days a week and then we'll go like hiking or something like that on like a fourth day or just to kind of like to, like change the scenery you know
0: yeah how's about he, he, i know you said you weren't a gym guy now i'm down with the hiking like you said it let's go on we should set an over under 10 hikes this summer i'm into that yeah um easy what i have a question when you're at the gym yeah now i know you said you're not a gym guy but thinking back to those days of the gym and you're working out and there's a guy beside you or even around you that is just lifting substantially more weight or just like obviously way more of a gym guy than you are how does that make you feel
1: I don't care I you personally don't, don't care like I know some people it kind of like motivates them to lift heavier but I look at them because I've never been a consistent gym guy I'll look at them be like oh like this guy's lifting more like good for him he probably goes like every single fucking day here you know what I mean yeah so doesn't doesn't really impact me what about you does it make you like self-conscious or something
0: Well, not even, I feel like it's different reactions depending on how I'm feeling that day. It's kind of weird. Like the gym that I go to right now, it's just a, it's just a rec center. But Hmm. I, I, so so I'm like, we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm a tall guy. I'm six, four. Um, I'm large with an XL in front of that. I'm like (laughs) two sixty. So I'm like a pretty stout six, four. Now I would, and I've been going to the gym now three times a week, probably for like two or three weeks and every now for the last four times that i've been there or something like that there's been this guy there who i think is probably he's like better at everything that i am he's like he's like six six all right you got me there he's shredded you got me there he's fucking (laughs) tan you got me there and he's like it's insane and i'm thinking like there's been days where i'm sitting there like i just i think i'm just gonna go sit in the hot tub like this is bullshit but
1: there's also days or something
0: yeah but there's also yeah. days where i'm like oh dude that could be somewhat maybe me or like yeah 40 me yeah i could do that
1: use it as motivation do you do you ever do you ever get that weird feeling where like i know like a lot of newer people who go to the gym always get this feeling where you feel like everybody's staring at you when you're in there
0: yeah that's not that's not even just for the gym that's for a lot of things anything that's like out of my element really yeah if i, for example, if I go, like. If, no it's not it's what it, it's what everyone thinks yeah It's and it's and if you really think about it, if everyone thinks that everyone is staring at them, no one's staring at anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's kind of fucked like that. Although I do stare at like if someone's doing something funny, I'm staring at you. If you're doing something weird, I am staring at you. That's you're the guy staring at people. Yes, I am a big people watcher. Um, Apparently, we're still on cannabis in the Twitch chat. Sick job, Razor. That was like ten minutes ago. (laughs) Do cannabis stores smell? No, they don't. No, right. It, well I actually don't. i can only i can only speak with the government one i went to it was couldn't smell a thing um but, but you I will have get really good s-
1: ventilation so you don't notice
0: yeah and and it's also if if you walk in there you will get secondhand high immediately you'll pop yeah. boom you're, it's scentless but there's smoke in there you're dead yeah um next up raf should we move on to we have a question what is the sport of the summer that's a big question right there i find that in my life right now, in our life, in everyone's life, I feel like everyone's playing some different sports nowadays. But the true question, what is the sport of this summer? What's the big sport? one?
1: I think it's tennis.
0: I think it is. I think tennis I think is tennis. the fucking winner. Yeah. I think you, you've, you've come by now for a few times playing tennis, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think I've played four times. I think I've played, no, I think I've played like six times already.
1: I think I've I played two or three
0: shit dude it's actually
1: yeah. so fun tennis is very fun it's a very good workout too lots of running
0: yeah and it's but like it's very hard i will say that too
1: yeah i was gonna say can we also think about like the actual like number of people you see at tennis courts like we went to our courts where we normally go and it's like some days you show up and there's a fucking lineup yeah. you know what i mean like you're waiting for people to finish the games. so it's like even at kits and like beaches downtown like obviously people are trying to get out more but like those tennis courts are packed too like everybody this year is playing tennis
0: dude and at kids don't they have 10 courts they have a fuck ton they're at five or ten it's either it's it's a long row and it's either double road or not i can't remember i think it is but (laughs) now that this gets back to the is everyone watching you kind of thing for some reason my embarrassed ass would feel kind of weird about playing at kids i feel way more pressure to play
1: tennis at kids because there's a lot of shirtless people of really good physique there so it's not even that there's a
0: there's a lot of like 45-year-old plus people that are absolutely magicians with a tennis racket. Really? And yeah, they're so good out there. Everyone is so good.
1: They're borderline so I, like like amateur tennis players.
0: Yeah, so I would have to have my excuses on deck, ready to go rehearsed.
1: Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I make
0: a lot of errors when I'm playing tennis. That shit's hard That's to fair. do, dude.
1: It is tough. T- tennis is one of those weird sports where it's like even when you think you're not going to hit the ball that hard, you fucking sail it over the back fence somehow.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's the one sport where, like, I feel every time you hit the sweet spot of the racket, that's usually mm-hmm. a bad thing. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. Or, sorry, it feels right, and the result is it hits the back fence.
1: Yeah, exactly. It get. just sails.
0: Yeah. It's
1: yeah, I always feel like I have to, like, I like whenever we play tennis, I always feel like when I hit the ball, if I overhand it and I'm trying to get, like, a fastball over the net, I feel like I'm trying to hit it at the ground and then that's when it just like perfectly sails over the net into the other side of the court in a good way in a good way yeah yeah
0: but again yeah, okay. it's like my
1: initial intention was like aiming at the fucking floor so <laughs> but what do i know yeah seriously
0: <laughs> but i i I love any sport like this that we could play during the summertime where all of us are kind of around the same level and so yeah. far like everyone in our friend group is loving it i would say like the girls in the friend group are also playing which is, that's that's one thing when you can get the guys and the girls playing that's fun, that's dope yeah. right there.
1: okay wait, let's address the elephant in the room though. How did spike ball fall short?
0: Spike, i, I think it's just it's it's Do always gonna asked? be there no, 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 I think it's I think spike ball is like golf, like why didn't we say golf because it's it's cemented itself as like one of the one of the everyday activities, but it's just it's not it's not new and sexy anymore, you know,
1: yeah, tennis is coming back. It's like the retro tennis. fun game now,
0: yeah, tennis is new, it's exciting. It's young, it's spry, yeah. Yeah. has no injuries, super athletic, love it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh man! All beach right, volleyball what else? Is
1: coming up next season. Hey,
0: I would be down for beach volleyball. I would say that's actually my like my background sport. for yeah. through the listeners out there, but be any kind of vol- any kind of organized volleyball is is hard because it's just so hard. It's so hard, yeah. and you usually when you're learning, you'll have like minimum three people on the side. Yep, and even if one person doesn't really know what they're doing, it's pretty hard to get a rally going. And that's
1: yeah, you know, the movement's also very exhausting too. Like, like, no, like anybody can play like volleyball on a court because like you can just kind of like walk back and forth, like lightly jog back and forth because people aren't obviously spiking it that hard. But if you're playing in sand, like you're diving, you're accelerating. Like you got to get there. That sand, as isn't helping.
0: Whenever, yeah, whenever I play uh, in a a beach league in the indoor place nearby, I. I am absolutely dying. <laughs> like that, We play, we usually play two games. And by the middle of the first one, I am like shirts off. I'm drenched in sweat. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, I've got one more game left. I don't know. I'm going to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so tough. Never fair. fair, fair, fair.
0: Um, yeah, that, that shit's wild. Um, okay, should we jump into uh, any other talks here? Yeah, before we get to goats and wots, I wanted to ask you this. Our thoughts on the Paul brothers. So Jake Paul, Logan Paul, obviously they had the fight on saturday i think it was um yeah. or friday one of the two uh we I, didn't even, I think we talked about it a little bit on the last episode but i never really got your thoughts on what you think about the paul brothers and the way that they've made their money
1: the way it's that they've job. the way that they've made their money is like like those like annoying kids in high school or like early like university who whenever they didn't like somebody or something or they thought somebody had an opposing thought they'd be like fight me fucking fight me see what happens <laughs> And I'm just like, like, that's how they've made their living. You know what I mean? Like, any single time they, like, want to get, like, well, at least right now, at least in the past, like, two years since, yeah. who was it, Jake Paul has started fighting?
0: Yeah, Logan Paul's fought before, but he lost. Yeah. I think he drew one game. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but it's just like, like, that's all they're doing. And it's like, the way that they kind of approach these situations, too, is it's fucking dumb. Like, uh, who's, like, oh, fuck, I don't remember who he, who who he was fighting. Um... You want to go? Was it McGregor that he wanted to fight at one point? Who, Jake? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think he wanted to fight McGregor, but I don't think that was happening. Yeah,
1: but he like went after his trainer or something like that. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Oh, like, yeah. that's just kind of a dick yeah. move, like water balloon well, him and everything. I'm like, yeah, come on, man.
0: Yeah, like when, when you actually break it down. So these people, this is the modern day internet hustle. Like, the absolute yeah. top of the food chain, what you can do on the internet is what the Paul brothers have done. And yeah. I would say, I mean, I remember watching Logan Paul all the way back in the vine days when he got started mm-hmm. and like, he was funny as fuck. I go i Matt. Never. I don't even know where Jake came from, yeah. but as the, as the world's gone on and you've gone through different apps, fucking vine and tech talk, all this. And just the way that social media has evolved. Yeah. It's gotten more and more cringy as I've gotten older and it's gotten weirder, Absolutely, but there's tons, more tons more money pumped into it as well. Like yeah. this guy, these guys are w- making a million dollars in one yeah. night. It's fucking
1: ridiculous.
0: I I think there is zero percent chance that any of us that you can't have re- some amount of respect for them because here they are, man. They're in there. He's 23, 22 years old, something like that.
1: Yeah, and worth he's, more than we'll ever be worth.
0: Yeah, well, it's uh, more more, <laughs> more than we'll probably be worth. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah okay. Point. Sorry, but no, it's okay. But he's he's making money off of boxing, and he has zero boxing background. Like yeah. that's. He, is, he kind of has the world by the balls at this point in terms yeah. of money. I, I think happiness is a whole other fucking discussion where I, if I looked at myself in the mirror when I came on, I'd be like, I'm fucking weird. I know that. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. If, if that's what if thats what you're doing, that's what you're doing.
1: They kind of found like a weird loophole. And the strange thing, too, is that like with everything they do, it's like they have to. Like, It's like what you were saying. Like when you were a kid, you're like, oh, this is sick. is like you saw them on Vine and it was funny. But now when they're doing things like these fights and they're doing like these like big events and everything like that, they keep telling themselves that they're going to do it bigger and better. And I feel like it's just getting to the point, like what you said, it's getting cringy. It's fucking like, it's just way too over the top, dude. Like relax. Did I you see the, uh,
0: did you see any of the pay-per-view?
1: No, unfortunately not. It
0: was hilarious. Some of did he just scream Ben Askren or what? Oh yeah. He knocked him out, but it was like, it was yeah. pretty shit. It was a shit fight. The yeah. event was kind of weird. So they had Justin Bieber performing before the fight. Full on live concert. They had Pete Davidson announcing Snoop Dogg. They had who they had, ton of other people I'm forgetting as well. One of my favorite moments was, you know, the cardboard sign guy. Yeah. Who he's got like long, he's white, he's got like longer Yeah, Yeah. 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 Writes the funny shit on cardboard signs. Yeah. Uh, Ben, that was the guy who was walking out, Ben Askren.
1: (laughs) He walked out in
0: front of him and he had a sign. He said, This is Ben.
1: (laughs) That's so sick. I thought it was so funny. We need to bring on somebody who like, follows ufc like religiously and just get their yeah. opinion on this and see if it's kind of like a mockery of the sport
0: I would just yeah, maybe not ufc
1: people, but like ufc like boxing like any kind of like professional league fighting and just see if they feel yeah. like this is like what what the paul brothers are doing it's just like making a mockery of it all
0: it definitely all comes down to perspective like i've I've heard fu- some fighters say like "fuck it dude like i wish i was bring more that. attention to it yeah yeah, and I've also heard boxers say, like, no, dude, I put, I've put i put in hours upon days upon years in the sport, and I'm not yeah. getting anywhere near that exposure. So yeah. I see that. I see both sides of it, but it's tough, dude. It's tough to say. Tough. I have a huge amount of respect for it. The hustle. You yeah. got to love the hustle. I really look forward to one day growing up and watching these guys become 40 because if they're still <laughs> shooting for internet fan or internet fucking... Internet fame. Internet fame, that's the word. At 40, yeah. I'm going to
1: be lolling myself to sleep. Dude, I mean, it is possible. Weirder shit has happened.
2: Do you want a true champion's perspective? Well, come on over to the Bulls broadcast, where we talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, have some friendly banter, and, of course, hockey name of the day. If you pronounce it, you can get it. Anthony Neunschwander. Ah, you didn't pronounce it. Right. Was up. An- Anthony Anthony Neunschwander. It's, it's N-E-U-E-N. It's Neunschwander. Anthony Neunschwander. It's... Dude, I always slept in German class, so I don't know... I don't know how you expected me to put that together. Come on. You only took it for four years. I took it for two. You took it for two years? Oh, no. J-Do yeah. took it that long. I, I took it for two years and was, like, asleep in all of German, too. Oh, you, 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 only, you only took it in, in uh, junior high. You didn't take it yeah. in high school at all. No. Yeah, she sent us across the hallway, and it was, like, me... And I don't know, five other people. And all we did was just goof off because it was an empty room of just us while she was too busy yelling at you guys because you guys were a terrible (laughs) class. No, uh, we weren't terrible terrible class. A couple people were terrible people. I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to call it anybody in this pod. Chase Crawshaw. It was 100% (laughs) not me. Oh boy. I know a couple of those names, but uh, yeah, it's a good point, Chase. We won't mention those here. New episodes every Monday. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network.
0: Um, All right. What are we moving in? I think we're moving into Goats and Woats. I think we're doing it. All right. So we are ready for Goats and Woats of music festivals. Now, we need to clarify, as we always do, this is the Goats and wotes of things that happen at a music festival. Not comparing music festivals to each other. But, yes. Obviously, without Josh – so Raffle and I are each going to do six picks for goats and for wotes. Actually, just, no, just kidding. Oh I, I, was like, <laughs> I don't have that many. Just, just wanted to scare you. Now <laughs> Razor, once again, late to the chat about the fucking Paul brothers saying, "Don't give them attention; they won't be famous."
1: It doesn't work like that. It doesn't the work. P- I- the, you can't convince the general public that like that's the reason why people like the Kardashians are still famous. Anybody with a reality exactly. TV show is still famous. People want to if, see it because it's different and they find it entertaining and fucking if dumb.
0: You actually, think about it like i want to i'll throw out a random number say like 50 percent of celebrities are so fucking cringy none of us like them like none of us actually like who they are but we we love watching them that's what's so weird that's like when i say it like that i don't want anything to do with being a celebrity dude like Mm -hmm. you are you know you're cringe that's what's so fucked you know you're cringe so fuck that it's my uh (laughs) <laughs> My lasting thought. Um, okay. So goats and woats of music festivals raffle. I will let you start it off. I will give you the privilege.
1: You will give me the privilege? Yes. Dude, the big thing that you always gotta go with just like being surrounded by live music at all hours of the day. Yes. Like going from one venue, like like some of the music festivals that we've been to have like multiple stages set up throughout the course of the day, which is sick. So obviously there's like a main stage where obviously your main events are gonna be happening. There's a bunch of side stages, and you can just kind of go back and forth. There's always live music. And I don't know what it is, even with a shitty audio crew, live music still sounds good and still sounds fun. It's still a and vibe every time. 100%. And the cherry on top, too, is floor seating. So oh, it's just like, like stage pit. Yeah, 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 stage pit. So it's like you're yeah. like right in front of the stage. Everybody out there is partying, having a great time, like enjoying the live music together. It's so fucking sick, dude.
0: Yeah. And I would I would almost like categorize your pick as just saying value. Like the value yeah. side of it is insane. Yeah. Like where, where else can you buy like three days worth of live music for eight, for like six hours a day yeah. outside in like hopefully beautiful weather. Like yeah. That's, that's unrivaled anywhere. Um, okay. I'm going to start out my first pick for goats of music festival is when one of the openers is the best performance of the night. Like something you are not expecting because I think like anything as humans, we're hyped for the main liner, the headliner yeah. of the night. But oftentimes the headliner, I think the best a headliner can do is like just barely exceed expectations because yes. like there are usually sky high anyway, especially the last one on Sunday. Like I remember Eric Church blew us away at Sunfest on Sunday, but we yeah. kind of expected that. like
1: you yeah. Know, I was gonna say where, sorry, go. sorry, I was
0: gonna finish it by saying like whereas when you're like the second opener for them on a Saturday or something like that, thinking thinking of a guy like aaron perchette jojo mason when it comes to country guys that those shows are the ones that really fuck me up because i'm not expecting that i'm expecting to be like oh yeah let's get entertained but they are some of the best shows you'll ever see
1: well dude remember so that exact same week i just thought back to it real quick i think the thursday the thursday headliner was aaron perchette yes that's right and he had in my opinion the best performance of the entire week because he had a, I think it, it was probably like a 20 minute long, like mashup of all these like throwback songs from the 2000s and it was great. Yeah, and everybody in uh, yeah. the, yeah. everybody in the floor pit loved it. It was an awesome time.
0: Yeah. And I, he does that at a lot of his shows. Like I remember I saw him at a uh, local at the Cloverdale Rodeo, the, or it was the Gone Country Fest. Yeah. And they did that same mashup at it, but it was still just as good. Yeah. So good. Good. Time. You know,
1: it's, you know, it's one good sign of a very good performer. What's that? When they can control the crowd correct so like obviously like him doing that set list was sick because it just kind of brought like a very different atmosphere to the uh to the venue but then like think about like obviously with dmx's passing recently there's the video of him at i can't remember what music festival it was but how he just like had the entire crowd of people just like singing to his song to go with it like it was amazing
0: yeah it was like back in 99 or something like that right yeah
1: it was it was a while ago but it's just like when you can see some sort of performer do something like that like it makes it a completely different show it just makes it that much more entertaining that was Woodstock, wasn't it? I think it was, I think it was Woodstock.
0: Woodstock. Yeah, I'm looking at Twitter right now. It says DMX Woodstock performance.
1: What year? 1999. Oh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, with Might the red overalls, dude. That's yeah, that's. Yeah. I had never seen that clip until he passed away, and watching yeah. that got me hyped, dude. <laughs> like yeah, that, that was a very good one. That looks that looks like the fucking Return of the King, like yeah. panoramic view when they look up at an army. I'm like, holy shit, that's a ton of people
1: yep definitely
0: especially in a, in a covid world do they know they're living in a covid world
1: no not at all not yet Damn. Damn. okay uh my next goat dude you i know you'll fucking love this one uh if whatever event or festival you're going to has camping yes because yes just camping which they out, all should which they all should camping out with the homies is just a great time because like you never know what you're going to wake up to you could wake up to somebody making breakfast, another guy doing a keg standoff in the back. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. And it's awesome. Gives that level of unpredictability.
0: That's you kind of stole my second pick, but I would say, I would also say like, dude, the fucking this, I'm trying to figure out what part of the camping is the best because you get there and <laughs> yeah. kind of nervous. Cause when you start, when you first get there, you're kind of told which site you get right at some, yeah. well, depending which site they've kind of changed over the years, but <laughs> Usually okay, you start out, you get your site, you set up, which is kind of a grind. But the yeah. minute you're done setting up and now you have freedom for the next however long, yep. holy fuck, dude. It's like
1: no more rules. Let's go. What do you think? What do you think is worse? The setup or the teardown of your campsite?
0: The teardown is the worst. The like Sunday the, the, the Sunday scary start hitting. The the like I'm hungover, I don't want to do anything starts hitting. And yeah. the drive back. The drive back's
1: yeah, the drive-back does okay, suck. I was, I,
0: I like drive-backs, but I, I should say just like ending it sucks.
1: I was going to say the biggest letdown of like actually setting up is that you have to set up and you can't just like go and start doing whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to take that hour. You have to pull all your shit out. You have to set up your 10. You have to get everything like you have to get the campground organized.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird? We talked about this last time we were at a festival. We feel fucking old at festivals now. Yeah. Because we're like we're 25. At the time we were only 23, but yeah. everyone at, at any festival is like like 1918 it's fucked. yeah yeah it's and like fucking all you insane, see when, like you and i were sitting there at our campsite for like we were just chilling out we were trying to play some drinking games for like an hour and yeah. we i i think it was like middle of the day and i saw like half a dozen fucking tweeters think, walk by me and they're like you couldn't tell the difference between them and a zombie dude that guy could barely stand on his feet it yeah was it was
1: actually insane it's yeah. fucked up shout out okay. shout out uh, blackout bobby there you go Uh, I think you're next.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and say... I'm going to go... I'm going to go ahead and say, bring it in your own supplies. This kind of takes it... This kind of ties into the camping side. Okay. But just this idea of like... uh, The idea that you could bring your own food and and obviously food, but the alcohol side where you're like, yeah, dude, you have a campsite, bring all your own alcohol. That's hilarious. Like that's that's if they offered it the other way where they're like no outside alcohol you have to buy it all from this little yeah. shack like that would make sense like i wouldn't bat an eye I'd be like yeah that makes sense it's expensive fuck me but oh well i know oh that would well. be a shit that would be a shit show for them but they'd make a ton of money at the same yeah. time and it's just it, it kind of blows my mind in, in today's world when you just expect to be fucked over by like rules and and the way and regulations, but. That's one of my favorite parts. You get to choose how much alcohol you're bringing. You always overbuy. You never underbuy. Yep. And yeah,
1: that's you just you get to bring for. extra home. I yeah. think that one of my favorite things about that too is like when you pull up to the event grounds and they're like, "Oh yeah, like any like drinks or alcohol?" You're like, "Oh, just like this, this." They don't bat an eye. They're like, "Okay, have fun," and just let yeah. you go in. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, "Okay, true. cool, dude." <laughs> dude, dude <laughs> I, I used they, I to. think be... they ask is like, "Nothing's in a glass bottle, right?" And we're like, "No." Yeah, dude. Just I so I did. I bottles. think I've
0: told the story before. I I did security at a music festival back in 2014. So I was I was 18 at the time. Yeah. Or maybe I must've been 19. I was 19 at the time. And we, I was there was one day where I was posted up at the gates, checking people's bags. I was not checking shit, dude. Like <laughs> I guess if I felt a knife, I might have been like, "Hey, dude, don't bring this in." Yeah. But yeah like yeah. Who gives a fuck? I was I, w- I wasn't trying to Nobody catch gives. anything. I was being paid like 15, 20 bucks a day or an yeah. hour. I mean, like, come on.
1: People are getting really creative now, too, with the way that they're sneaking in alcohol into, like, day events. Like, fucking bracelets, like, in, like, weird articles of clothing. Like, it's just, like, it's insane.
0: The plastic flasks, dude.
1: Do you you remember, speaking of drinking, this was the last time when you and I went to a festival together uh, and we were camping out. I think we were going to the festival grounds one time. Do you remember the guy who had a stand set up where he was selling shots of Jagger to anybody who wanted to buy it? I
0: don't even think it was selling it. I think he was just giving it away to people you liked. Really? Because I remember you went up and you had some. Yes, I do remember having some Jaeger. I did not pay for it. I know that.
1: You did not pay for it. Okay, cool. Never mind that. Yeah. But yeah, he was just if like I... handing it out. And in my head, I'm like, that's very sketchy. But everybody was going up to this guy's shed. Or yeah, his, uh, part... his stand.
0: I will say the part of me. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to save it for my goats. Never mind. I'm cool. Good.
1: Sweet. Uh, my turn now, right? Yeah. Drinking games lots of drinking games everywhere you go
0: mm-hmm. this is
1: this is primarily for the ones where you are camping and it's like a weekend type thing like everybody's there to like hang out have drinking games like do you remember um we met a guy one time randomly who just like stumbled into our campsite or whatever can't remember his name but i, we I don't, en- yeah 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 don't
0: we, know
1: we ended up playing i think he was like king's cup or something with him for like a few hours and this kid actually got so drunk off drinking games that they wouldn't let him into the fairgrounds <laughs> because he was too—he was deemed too intoxicated. Like he was crazy. <laughs> but like besides that, like everyone's out there having fun. Like lots of beer pong was going on, uh, Kings Cup, Chandelier, Stack Cup, like everything. And it's just—I don't know—it's fun. Like I love yeah. games, so it's just—it's really entertaining. Makes the day go by a lot quicker.
0: Agreed. I'm a big games guy as well. It's the best way to pass yeah. the time. Yeah. Fuck breakfast, dude. Give me a slice of cheese. Yeah. Me. There you go. <laughs> Okay, my last goat, the one that I saved for this one, was how timeless music festivals can be. Like, okay. just w- when you start looking around, and like when you go, when you're camping and you go around, and you look at the sites, there yeah. are, like we said, the tweeners, there's the blackout Bobby tweeners who are like, you, you, they could come home with a pregnant woman they've never met before and they don't even yep. remember fucking, or mm-hmm. they can come home with like food poisoning and alcohol poisoning and getting their stomach pumped. They're a a wild time. Um, Then there's people like us who are like, we're well-versed in the drinking and camping and festival community. We still know how to have a good time, but we also don't stay up till 4 a.m. every night. That day has passed. And then my favorite group of people, which is this whole goat here, is like the people with the motorhomes. Yeah, seniors, but also just adults. Like, they're like, in their 30s, they're not like, they're not fucking bumping the stereo till 4 a.m. like we said, but they are like, They have some sick sites set up because they have fucking trailers, RVs, and they've got they've got money, dude. That's the difference. They've got they've really monopolized
1: their space within their fucking little campground.
0: Yeah. And that that looks sick. Like I look for I I look at that and I'm like, okay, festivals ain't going anywhere for me. Like I'm gonna have a good time doing that.
1: Real quick though, also one other group is the seniors then. Like the people who are very clearly in like their fifties and sixties who are just there to like hang out and just like watch the show. Agreed, like obviously not down to get like hammered or anything like that, but they're just there for the music. The westafalia seniors, those guys are wild too. Yeah, the guys with all the Harleys and everything, they just pull up and just hang out. Super kind nice a, guys.
0: I think it's a dick move to bring your motorbike to a music festival mostly because I fucking hate hearing it in the morning. But...
1: <laughs> first thing in the morning when you gotta start it up quickly, yeah, just <laughs> you're,
0: you're, you're chill out, man.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, is it hey. hey, no, it's you, hell yeah, no, now it's Woats. Oh, now it's Wotes. Oh, yeah. he's 3-3. Right. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Wotes of a so, music festival.
1: Mine kind of is going to tie in with what you just said. Dude, there is a weird surplus of kids that are very, very clearly underage at music festivals, yes. I find. Yes. Music festivals, one-day concerts. like You can see like, 18, 17-year-olds like walking around in like clothing like, how did you get out of the house wearing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Who lets yes. you leave the fucking building wearing this? <laughs> And then like drinking and all these other kind of things. Like, I don't want to be a fucking stickler or anything like that, but Yeah. Dude, it just makes
0: it just makes you think of the things that you're gonna do as a dad one day. And I know for a fact if if my kid comes up to me, if I have a daughter and she says, like, hey, I'm going to a music festival, I'll be like, That's so awesome. And then like literally the Wednesday night before they leave, I'm gonna go and burn everything that's not like little house in the prairie style clothing. Like I'm just gonna replace it. Like here's a bunch of like ankle length skirts.
1: Yeah, those. Like dude, you're leaving Wednesday sweet. I'm going to pack you a suitcase on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah. I'll be taking days off work and scouting everything.
1: Exactly, yeah. And like you and I are what, 25 now? Dude, nothing makes you feel more old than seeing really young people at a place that you thought you wouldn't see really young people.
0: Yeah. At a place you know? where you're you're like super excited to be. Yeah. And there's like all these young kids running around.
1: Yeah, it's just fucking ruined for you.
0: Yeah. It is wild right. like that you're up what hey you know what let's make a pack uh, next time we're at a music festival together let's go let's just spend one night going around and out drinking a bunch of young kids sure like, I mean, maybe
1: that maybe that's a weird flex but that's let's, tough
0: let's take let's take back some of our youth
1: Raf. their livers are substantially in, in, in oh. substantially better shape than ours are so i mean i no, think they dude. Can, we're
0: we'll find we have like tolerance a nice on our hand. We'll, we'll, we'll find a vulnerable group of teenagers we'll find the ones that are like <laughs> they're like they're like six foot two and they're like 140 pounds and they've got all the confidence in the world and be like hey man i'll buy
1: the beer you're just gonna
0: black out though because i need some confidence
1: do you remember that one time when we went to a festival together and we just made a like a buttload of it was it broken down golf carts i think
0: yeah that was the (laughs) worst idea we ever had
1: that was weird but we kind of did that that year where it's like anytime somebody passed through a campsite we just like pour them shots of golf carts Yeah. We were giving back to the community in a way, but we didn't like single out like a group of people to absolutely get annihilated. Yeah. True. (laughs) We were paying it forward. So that was your first vote?
0: Okay. My first vote. Let's see. What's the first vote going to be?
1: What's it Uh, going to be? I'm going to say like.
0: No, off the cuff, baby. Off the cuff. I'm going to say the first vote is. The food on the last day, like the food that you brought on the last day, because yeah. whatever method you think you have of storing your food for the weekend is not as substantial as you actually think. It's unless just you not. have
1: one of those like motorhomes or something like that with like a built-in refrigerator, yeah. it's not going to work. Yes. Unless, yeah. unless you are that that specific group of people <laughs> that, like we said, you have money. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are like the moment you show up, you set up your campsite. You quickly look at your food. You're like, "Okay, we're cooking that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday." And you just right. like <laughs> single if, out every single the thing.
0: Fuck, the equation you have in your head, you're like, "All right, what is going to develop in <laughs> by the quickest?"
1: Exactly. And I need
0: to cook that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you need to cook enough food where everybody eats everything, so there's no leftovers, so it doesn't take up more space.
0: Yeah, but I would also say that there, it's impossible to have leftovers at a festival. Like,
1: debatable. As long as we had we had leftovers before. Oh, really? Fuck. yeah
0: well, that's tough tough luck on me
1: tough luck. all good though um my second vote, dude you're fucking dirty all the time
0: oh it's disgusting going like yeah with dirty feet and dirty legs
1: Ugh. yeah like there are showers and everything like that but dude like you get like dust is getting kicked up sand's getting kicked up no no matter how like posh of a festival it could be like you're always gonna get fucking covered in dirt and sand it's not yeah. fun
0: It's actually, uh, that is, that is everywhere. That's the worst. Yeah. All right. My vote is going to be. My vote is going to be when a headliner misses. Like we had it happen with Carrie Underwood when we were at Sunfest one time. I thought she was great. I liked her. She was, she was quite terrible. (laughs) And like, (laughs) like we said, the control of the crowd. I think we described her as like, she had a, however long set. She talked to the crowd once and it was like a very generic like story about the song she's about to sing. And it was just not very good.
1: Yeah. That's, fair.
0: I've, it was burned to my memory of like that one time that I was actually really excited to see Carrie Underwood
1: and she let me down. Do you remember uh, Dirk Bentley the next night, though? Huh. Yes, I do. He was fun. He was like shotgunning beers that. on stage. He was just like giving this like older security guard like a run for his money, pretending to like crowd surf and everything. That kind of made yeah. up for it.
0: Yeah, that guy, that guy was money. You're right. That did balance out the rest of the, uh, the rest
1: of it. The rest of the week, yeah. Uh, my last vote. This one is specifically directed at the Calgary Stampede. Uh dude, long lineups everywhere. Oh, Getting into Stampede, long lineup. Getting into Nashville North, long lineup. Budweiser tent, long lineup. Like it's just, like unless you're sneaking in, you're waiting Be- like a good like forty to fifty minutes to get into wherever you want to go.
0: It fucking begs the question: Can we not get another tent? Yeah, and we just have one bathrooms, more bathrooms, long lineups. <laughs> oh, dude, bathrooms are the worst. Yeah, and that brings Definitely me to my last quote, dude. Huh? the port, the porta potties,
1: the porta potty
0: situation. But this actually, this I should have put this in my goats because I love, I love putting unsuspecting goats in there because yes. there's nothing more satisfying than yeah. getting to be like one of the first ones on a porta potty, like you know when they come through and they clean that shit out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: fresh, and you and look down and all like you see that is blue cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, and
0: it lo- yeah, you yeah, look you yeah. look down and all you see is blue water. You're like, this is actually this feels like home.
1: I like yeah, this. Yeah, look, like, I am content. Can't wait. Yeah. Adding uh, what's it called? Doubling up on your porta potty thing. I have this irrational fear that every single time I go to a music festival and I go into a porta potty, that some drunk group of people are going to think that I'm their friend in that porta potty and they're going to tip <laughs> that porta potty over while I'm in it. <laughs> it just scares the balls out of me every single time. I'm like, I don't like. Like I will hey. withhold peeing so I won't have to experience that.
0: Dude, but no, think about this though. You should actually yeah. hope for that to happen because let's just Why? say that happens. You get tipped over, you're covered in, in, into pee into poo. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> you come out. Yeah. You have, you have full like clearance to go attack that person while covered in that.
1: It like, just fucking starts swinging. You,
0: yeah. You not only are allowed to beat the shit out of them, but yeah. you're allowed to beat the shit out of them while you're covered in pee and poo. Which what if is I beat like, the shit out of the wrong guy, dude? No, you'll know who it is. Like he'll be <laughs> laughing and you'll see his face when he sees it's not his friend. He'll be like, oh fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and just run Maybe up he tries to apologize.
0: And that's that's when you uppercut the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> and he yeah. can't do anything about it. He's like, you know what? I deserve that.
0: Yeah, he's like he's covered in shit. I'm like, I got the short straw.
1: Yeah. That's okay. Fair. No. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, hey, thanks for finding oh, the silver lining in that situation. That was tough. Yeah.
0: No problem. That was the <laughs> there is goats on the porta potties. Let's not let's not play around there. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, that's it, right? That's it for that's the guys it. and woes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that flew by. Just the two that of us. Went by. Uh I will actually can you send our, our fans off while I look up one last thing to say?
1: Uh how would you like me to send them off today? Thank just you everybody for tuning in, whether it is YouTube, Twitch, uh, what is it, Twitter or Facebook. Uh guys, remember please feel free to use DraftKings uh promo code. THPN for all those great promotions that Elijah described to you at the very beginning of the episode. Uh, we always appreciate you guys tuning in. Sorry it is just me and Elijah today, but we like to think that we did a pretty good job for, what, a solid hour and 20 minutes today? That's
0: Hell yeah, dude. We know hell we yeah. did a good job.
1: I genuinely did not think you and I would go that long. No, I didn't think so either. I, I think... thought we'd burn out at about the hour mark, but we've still seen I didn't, I didn't even think
0: we'd burn out. I thought that, like, I knew we were both going to talk a lot more than we're used to. Yeah. And I thought for sure I was just going to pass out like around 50 minutes. Just, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there have I will, been substantial, I will, substantially less likes uh, this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Josh Light counter went silent. Uh, yeah. We will expect that returning on Sunday. That's all right, yeah. though. Um, I will end this by saying you can be the peanut butter to my jelly. You can be the butterflies I feel in my belly. Oh, I hate this song. We're the perfect two. You and I. And that's that. Oh, a harder baby.